Hello. I'm back. It's me. So, I don't have anybody joining me for this episode. It's just me here by myself now. I have a vet appointment at, at uh, what was it? Four. I need to leave by about three. But I'm here today. So, first and foremost, as I always start off these episodes, I want to thank everybody that has been listening. I want to thank all apparently estimated seven uh, unique listeners. One within the last week, I guess. Um, and thank you guys for making Days of Hell the most listened to episode so far. Um, I actually quite like that episode. That's probably my favorite too. I'm, I'm, I'm really happy to see that everybody else liked that too. Um, I've now moved... Uh, my location that I've been that I used to record in uh, so that was a part of what kept me from recording these uh, not a big part but the the biggest part that was keeping me from recording was uh I didn't I didn't have the right mind space so to speak you can't expect people to do something that they enjoy, whether they enjoy it or not. You can't expect somebody to do something when they are not in a good headspace for it, you know? So I wasn't okay. I had a lot of family stuff happen. Uh, a, fam a family member of mine died. <clears throat> and then I also had to deal with uh, the after effects of that, the leading up to it. There was issues in my fam in my immediate family. There was stuff going on uh, outside of it, and you know, there's it's just been a lot of stuff going on. And I've I've talked about it before too. Um, you know, there was like uh, this stuff happening with my boss at work. I don't know if I really got into that, but uh, basically things were not going so well. So I had to deal with that at at my job. And then I also had to deal with stuff here. So basically, I was dealing with a lot of stuff. I wasn't in a good headspace to sit down and do something and talk. Um, but now I'm here. I hope everybody's doing good. Um, things have been opening up a lot more lately. Uh, I got my first COVID shot in about two weeks or so. I'll be getting my second one. And I'll be able to take the mask off. Hey, hey. <sighs> but... The thing is, I'm not exactly sure if I do want to take it off because on at, at the place that I work at, uh, I wear this like bird mask or whatever. It's like a, a, a yellow beak that I wear on my face. Um, and I was actually told that I couldn't wear it at first. I was told um, it wouldn't be allowed. It was ridiculous. It was immature or whatever. But kids love it. I've heard so many like adults you know say oh my god that's the best mask ever i've had people ask like did you lose a bet or something and i'm like no i wanted this <laughs> it's i get so many um interactions with people whenever i wear it so i don't i at this point it's more than just a mask it's it's like part of the fun of going to work now so <sighs> man i really need to turn a light on because i'm getting tired it's like raining outside or like lightly raining or something so it's like also kind of you know it's it's making me tired just the environment itself i don't know also i don't know exactly how this is going to sound by the way i put the like alley i put the, like a the sound effect is called alley uh, at the beginning of this so we'll see how that sounds i might keep it I also just realized I didn't, <laughs> I didn't do an introduction. Man, it's been a while. Uh, by the way, welcome to Chatterbox. Um, I guess I'm the only Chatterbox here today. Uh, it's a box with only one chatter in it. Uh, I also don't know how like the fan and stuff is gonna happen. Is gonna sound behind me. Uh, I'm Brad, by the way. Um. Yeah. Man, I'm rusty. It's okay. It's okay. Everybody gets a little rust every now and then. 
Got my dog Finn asleep on the bed next to me. Pat that butt. He's so cute. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I recently found the actual, like the legitimate, like the origin of Karen. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't fully realize that I'd stumble across it until I was just one day on YouTube, like late at night, and I'm like watching this video, and the woman's name was Karen Turner, I believe. I believe she was arrested or something like that. I can't remember, but she uh, <laughs> was a dude named Donut Operator on YouTube, and the guy was doing a thing where he was reviewing this woman, or sorry, these kids got pulled over, like 20-something or whatever. They got pulled over. Oh, Lord. Ah. Hopefully that stops at some point in this episode. <laughs> But he, the police officer pulled over these kids. He was like messing with them, whatever. I guess the mom pulled up to come and pick them up because I guess the kids called her. Was like, "Hey, I'm being pulled over," and one of the uh, woman's like like kids was in the car, and she's like twenty something years old. But then Karen pulled up and started demanding to know what was happening or whatever. But at this point, the kid's not a kid. She's a full-grown woman, like, she's 20-something. It's not your business. <laughs> Get out of here. doesn't matter if you're here to pick her up or not. Like, you can pick her up afterward. Let the police do his job. And um, she kept demanding to get up into it and know what was happening. Nobody, she, you know, that they were all being arrested for, or not really arrested, but pulled over. Because uh, they didn't get arrested. They got a citation. Oh, it's still happening. No. Um, anyway, they ended up getting like a citation or a ticket or something like that. And then uh, Karen kept coming up and was like making, making things a whole a whole mess. Uh, dude kept saying like, Karen, you seem like one of those kind of people. And eventually uh, he was like, I'm going to make shirts about it. Uh, but that was the origin of Karen. If anybody's interested in it, look up Donut Operator. It's one of his videos. And I highly recommend people look him up too, not just for that, but also he's just genuinely uh, an interesting person to follow on YouTube because he, I think he does also like live streaming too. So if anybody's interested in that, I think he like plays plays video games, reviews footage and stuff like that. But basically what he does is he'll, he'll review like police footage and explain how it goes because he was a police officer for like three, four years or whatever and was also in the military. It's still happening. It's less than a minute. This sucks. Anyway, but he was, uh, oh, look, his son's coming out. Anyway, but he, he served in the military and he was also a police officer for a couple of years. So he knows the ins and outs of these things and understands why these people do these things and stuff like that. So he gives some insight on it and explains it better. Uh, but he also makes fun of some stuff too. Like he does like this thing called sovereign citizen bingo, which if people don't know what a sovereign citizen is, I highly encourage you to look it up because it's so funny. I love I've recently started getting into like watching sovereign citizen bingo or not sovereign citizen bingo, uh, sovereign citizen freakouts. Uh, they're always like, uh, <laughs> this is uh, this is I have my right to travel. This is not a car. This is a vessel. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean, dude? Uh, and then, like, they were, uh, the police officers were rolling up, like, just trying to, you know, figure out what's happening because they had their park car parked in the middle of the driveway. Uh, they weren't supposed to be driving anyway, they, but they were, and so the police followed them back to their house or whatever. Um, and so uh, they got into it, and because they were being you know, violent and stuff like they were threatening them and talking to them and stuff like that. They, they started pulling, uh, the police started pulling out guns cause in just in case they were feeling threatened. So they were like constantly yelling at the police, like you, they have guns. Oh my God. They've got guns. Like, yes, they're police. Do you, do you think they wouldn't have guns? That's what they, that's what they do. But, uh, then they started pulling out guns and then that's when the police really got violent. <laughs> like 
if you pull a gun on somebody, what do you think is the normal response? Aside, police aside, what do you think will happen if you pull a weapon on somebody? <laughs> like they're gonna, they're gonna fight back. Like you can't expect to just pull a, a freaking shotgun on this police officer and expect that he's not going to respond in kind. I just love watching those things because people the people feel so entitled. Speaking of entitled, I don't care how much money you spend in a grocery store. That does not give you any special privilege to come into employee-only places. I was working in, in the dairy cooler yesterday. I I've said it before. I work at a I was I work at a grocery store. These uh and I have people sometimes like come in the back or whatever, like, hey, can I uh can I get these things? Can someone help me out or whatever? Like, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, you shouldn't be back here, but you know, I, I understand if you're just opening up the door, like, Hey, can I get some? Like, I get it. I get it. That's fine. If you want to step, if you want to step at the door, like maybe open the door up a little bit, like, Hey, can I get some help? That's fine. Do that. But don't come behind the door and to the break room where people are clearly on their break, like eating food and drinking stuff and talking it up. Like, that's where people do their stuff. Like they are not supposed to be working whatsoever. Don't come to them. That's not your place. You like I get you need something or whatever. I don't care how much how much money you spend at this place. These people probably spend more because they work here. They get they get employee discounts. Why wouldn't they spend more? Anyway. But uh I've I've had that and then yesterday I w- we had a really 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 busy day. Because we were doing inventory there. If anybody that's worked at a grocery store, you probably know what inventory is and how it's like. Um, it's even more hell when it's only one person. However, this time we had two. So, um, we were doing that, and this woman at like at the end of the night starts, or just, she comes in the back or whatever. Because I guess we didn't have any like vitamin D milk on the shelf. And she's like, she comes into the dairy cooler, sees us there, and she's like, "Hey, can you guys get some get some di- some vitamin D milk on the on the shelf?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure, we'll get that, but you're not supposed to be back here." And she's like, "I I spent enough money here. I I, I would come back here and get it myself. I I have it. I have. I would do that myself because I spent enough money here. Like, girl, I don't care how much money you spend at a grocery store." That does not give you the right. You are not an employee. You are not supposed to be back here. If somebody's coming around that corner with like a cart or something like that and you get hit, that's that's on you. But we're going to get sued for it because that's something that happened with our equipment at our workplace. If somebody comes out of the women's bathroom from cleaning it and you get hit with that or you don't understand the situation, you just see a man in there cleaning it or whatever and you want to throw, go and throw a fit about it. That's on you because you came back there. You don't understand like exactly what happens. Maybe you've worked at a grocery store. That's fine. If you've worked at a grocery store, that gives you slightly more understanding. However, you don't understand what's happening now. You don't understand the current situation, nor exactly does it give you the right to come back there anyway because you're not currently an employee. Just because you spend money at a store does not give you special rights, okay? Just just blanket statement. You, you don't get special rights because you spend X amount of money at a store. Like if I spend, if I spend $15,000 at a Speedway, right? That does not give me any specific right to step behind the counter and just grab some cigarettes out the top. Granted, I don't smoke anyway, but this is just an example. It does not give me the right to come back there and grab the things. Or, you know what? I'll take care of getting my gas myself. I'll put the thing in or whatever, whether or not I put in the right number or not, or I do it right. It's not my place. I'm not an employee. I'm not an employee there. That's it says employees only. It's restricted for employees only. I am not supposed to be back there. I'm not going to go back there. I will simply ask for help and get it. And that's it. If there's nobody back there, I'll go find somebody like there's ways to get it to get our attention. You can yell, yell through the doors of the of the cooler, um, like where the shelves are, where you grab your milk and stuff, you can open up that door and be like, "Hey, can I get some help?" Uh, somebody will likely uh, find us, or we will hear you, or somebody will get on the phone and call uh, for help in dairy. 
Like th- th- we have so many options. And if none of that works, go up to customer service. There's always somebody there and they will either send somebody back there to help you or they will call someone from dairy to help you. That's how that's how it works. That's how it's supposed to work. That's how it's always worked. There's not new rules just because you want to enforce them. Like that's you aren't the one that makes that decision. It's not your choice to make. Hey, <sighs> that I hate entitled people. I've seen so many like entitled people, and you know what is is also funny because there was this one dude. I don't know if I've talked. I think I've talked about this before, where he like beat on the. Uh, pharmacy like gate thing and was demanding why can't you fuckers stay open like dude come earlier (laughs) if you need if you need a if you need a prescription don't wait until seven o'clock at night to go do it clearly do not wait that long if you just had an appointment at like six or something like that and you didn't leave until 6 45 Guess what? A little late in the day, don't go try to pick up your thing right then and there. Unless it's like right next door or in the same building, go get your prescription. But if if it's like 7 o'clock, clearly that's too late for a pharmacy. They can't be contacting these, these, um, these uh, uh, med- medical offices and stuff like that. Whatever the word is like doctor's offices whatever they can't contact these places and you know put in orders and stuff like that like yo i need more escitalopram or i need more um ibuprofen i need more uh, acetaminophen like they, they can't put in orders for this stuff when those places are closed as it is what it is like they can't stay open later than the actual doctor's offices themselves so they have to close something else I've noticed, by the way, um, I started watching or started listening, kind of half watching the Joe Rogan experience on Spotify. I didn't know that Spotify has the capability to play videos. Like I knew that they had like the animated backgrounds and stuff like that. Had no idea that they could actually like play videos on there. It was crazy. Um, but uh, I started listening to that. Didn't really listen to a whole lot. I think I only listened like the first three episodes. Uh, but it's pretty good so far from what I've from what I've gotten. The first episode taught me some things. You know, um, there was like uh, Operation Northwood, um, and whatever that other operation. Uh, Midnight Climax. That's what it was. Those things are interesting. For those that don't know, those are some uh, shady, like super shady ass uh, operations that the United States government actually carried out. Um, Midnight Climax was where the United States government created a bunch of brothels, um, brought men or men that came in. They would get them drunk uh, or they would... um, you know, exhaust them and stuff, and then they'd inject them with heroin and cause them to to hallucinate and stuff like that. Mo- the idea was they wanted to see what would happen uh, if you injected heroin into somebody's uh, bloodstream. So that was why they did that. But they could have found some voluntary people. Like back then, drugs were wild. They wanted them anyway. Uh, but they wanted to see what effects it had on the human body. So they went that route. That was, that was bullshit. The CIA, um, put that out there so that the people could know. Uh, that one actually happened. And then Operation Northwoods, thank God this one didn't happen. The, uh, U.S. government, a a couple of people said, hey, you know who we haven't gone to war with yet? Cuba. The people we just gave our nukes to. Let's do it. So they came up with a with a plan in which they were going to uh, bomb 
the, their own U.S. Navy ships and fake the death, fake the deaths of hundreds, if not thousands, of troops. And they were going to have our own like fighter pilots and stuff pretend to crash while screaming "Mayday, Mayday!" going down and stuff like that, and pretend that there was an attack from Cuba to give the United States an excuse to go to war with Cuba. Um, they had already prepared a bunch of stuff and like they were going to give, uh, fake aliases and fake the deaths of, of all these men and women and stuff like that. And, uh, JFK shot it down. Like, are you nuts? <laughs> you want to bomb our own troops? No, <laughs> absolutely not. You're crazy. And then he got assassinated. And I wonder why, <laughs> Like that one, that one didn't happen. And people want to say like, oh, it was a plot. The United States government planned it. Probably. There's reason. I can see it. Like, maybe that was the reason that he was killed. They wanted to go to war with Cuba. And because he shot down that idea, they tried to. But then like the next person also shot it down and they thought, okay, well, we can't kill two. What do we do now? Carry on? Yeah, probably. Take a loss. Fuck it. <laughs> Another thing I wanted to bring up. The reason I'm doing this episode by myself. I want to see what it's like. I said before that I can I, that I could do an entire episode by myself if I needed to. And I absolutely could. I could harp on, on the same thing for an hour if I needed to. I would keep going back to Donut Operator and just keep doing that this whole episode or talking about like stupid people and uh, entitled people like I was with work. I'm trying to I'm trying to switch around and do different things. But I'm trying to keep this going. I want to see how I can do with holding a podcast by myself. So in case I don't have anybody else I can do this because I don't want to have to rely on somebody else to keep this going. I want to do it myself. I want to do it. This is my, this is my passion project. And I also want to say that I don't take anybody that listens to these for granted. I genuinely from the bottom of my heart, appreciate every single person that has listened to any of the episodes and anybody that, you know, shares it or, you know, listens to the same episodes multiple times. Like, I mean, I've, I've heard a couple of times, like, dude, you got a nice voice. Um, you've got like a very relaxing sort of tone and stuff like that. And I'm like, I appreciate that. I try to be, I want to be, I want to be a good shoulder for people to lean on. If somebody needs to empty something out, I don't judge anything. I don't care. It's not my it's not my business. It's not for me to judge you. I don't care. Whatever you're going through is what you're going through. You made your decisions and I and I make mine. Like whatever you do, that's you, dude. I'm not going to judge you for it. I want to be this middle ground no matter what. Like if there's people that are against me or if there's people that are against like my family or my friends or something like that. I want to be the middle ground and try to figure out how to fix whatever the issue is. I want to be that. I want to be that shield that everybody can huddle behind when there's an onslaught coming on. You know, I want to be, I want to be everyone's friend. I want to be their ally. And you know, it's been said before, you know, you can't appease everybody. I can try. You know, I, you just don't judge people and you give your own insight while trying to keep a calm mind. You know, you can, I, I firmly believe you should be able to talk to people about anything and not turn it into an argument. I try. And then I also believe you should be able to joke about anything because it's a joke. It doesn't exactly mean that you, you know, share your opinion with that doesn't exactly mean that you you believe in the things that you're saying it's just a joke but yeah i just feel like 
anyone should be able to choke. Whatever. Um, so, I've, I don't know that I've talked about it before. I love going on YouTube and finding all kinds of different things. And a while ago, like a long time ago, like last year, maybe the year before or something like that, I don't know. Um, I was just on YouTube and I was just like listening to music, watching videos or whatever. Yeah. <sighs> Still happening. Uh, or whatever you do, you know, and I, you know, you always get those like recommended videos at like at the bottom, like if you're on your phone, you always get those recommended videos that are like, uh, below the video that you're watching. And then like, if you're on the home screen, you get like all these recommended videos, like, Hey, here's these, you might want to watch these. I kept seeing this one thing coming up and it was called, um, monster I created, um, I kept ignoring it for the longest time because I was like, eh, whatever. And then eventually, you know, curiosity gets the better of you. I clicked it. And it was a song about a popular video game called Five Nights at Freddy's. Or maybe it was like Joy of Creation or something like that. I don't know. Um, but it was a song about that. And it was pretty good, honestly. Uh, so I stuck around, kept listening to this guy. As time went on, he kept making more music, more music. And it was somewhat different stuff. There was like chill stuff, like rock things, just rap. There was like emotional stuff, hip hop, um, a bunch of different kinds of music. And the one thing I couldn't get past was this guy's voice. I, I've continued to listen to him, and honestly, he's one of the most badass dudes out there. Like, there's a lot of people on YouTube. You know what? That that's actually something I want to get into too. Um, I'll get into that after this. He's one of the most badass dudes on YouTube who makes who makes music. You know, and I'm convinced he's my favorite artist of all time. Uh, his name is Fable, or F-A-B-V-L. <sighs> and he actually just released a brand new song called Under My Skin. So, really quick, before I continue rambling on about him, I want to get into two things. Number one, the kind of music he makes is nerdcore. If you don't know what nerdcore is, it's... Uh, music that is about like anime video games uh movies shows and stuff like that it's not about like personal um personal like things granted he does make his own like his own music based on his experiences stuff like uh castle in the sky um right now uh come around stuff like that he's made songs about his own experiences and stuff but he does make a ton of music about nerdcore and he makes it about like uh rock uh if you if you like uh what's that one band uh, they made monster skillet if you like skillet you'd love him uh if you like um if you like basically like bouncy hip hop he's got some some stuff that's like that um He's he's got a little bit of something for pretty much everybody. I wouldn't say everybody, but most people. <laughs> he's got a large range of music and he does it so fucking well. And you know, that's the thing. He's it's nerdcore, so if you're not you know hip to these things or you're like not aware of like say, "Oh, Naruto exists," or if you're not aware like, "Oh, Venom was a movie." Um you know, these things he's made songs about. He's actually made, like, I think it was either two or three songs about Venom. Uh, <laughs> like, aside, he's made Venom 2. I don't know where Venom 1 was, but yeah, he made that. Um, he's made amazing songs. And then number two, there's a bunch of people in this genre. And there's a ton of people on YouTube, too, that make their own music. Um like Daddy Fat Snaps, uh, 
uh, Rocket Gaming or something like that. They make music, uh, JT Music, uh, a bunch of stuff, a bunch of a bunch of these people. They all make their own music, and they are incredible in and of themselves. They all do collabs together, and you know they do it for the sake of making this music because they make great music, and that's why I get get most of my YouTube. Most of my music on YouTube. I don't listen to music on the radio nowadays because it's just shit to me. Um, so I like to listen to this music that's on YouTube because it's more personal. It feels like it's more from somebody that's like you and me. It feels like uh, you can relate more with these people because they are making music about subjects that you understand or uh, stuff that you can relate with. Or even if not that... It isn't shit. In my definition, it's not shit. I don't like today's trap music. I don't like today's uh, mumble rap. I'm not about that. I like lyro. I like lyricists like Eminem, Vinjay, uh, Nato, and stuff like that. Like these people are freaking good, but they're only on YouTube, except for Eminem. He's on. He's on there. But um, I like these people. They're more humbled. They know they need their fan base to make it anywhere and they know that they have their support and they can interact with them at any time because that's where they started it doesn't feel like they have to get on twitter or instagram or whatever just to interact with people and they don't feel like they're too busy because they have to go run the red carpet or something why why anyway but they don't feel like they have to run the red carpet or whatever so they will take their time, make the music the way that they like it, and they will make it for the people that are listening to it. And they make it for themselves, because I know there's been some times when, like, for example, right now, by Fable, he said he was going through some shit and uh, he needed to make that song as a way of coping and also getting, you know, letting people know what happened and his way of healing. So, you know, these people make good music not for the not for the money or fame or whatever. They make it to make it. They make it because they enjoy making it. And that's the thing that I love. Like there's a there's a point in one of Fable's songs, he's like, put my heart in that everything, I hope that they can hear it. And I love fable for his like growl that he's got he's got if you listen to any to a number of his songs you you can tell in so many of them he has got this growl in his voice and it's fucking awesome but he also does singing really well he does he doesn't do it often he but he's got a really good like voice that's good for chill music. I, one one thing I would use, for example, is Lost Soul. That's about a fairy tale. And I don't think he does a growl in that a single time. But at the same time, in songs like Under My Skin, which is his newest song he just released today, um, it's about Naruto Shippuden or whatever that's called. And uh, he's... I'm I'm honestly gonna have it stuck in my head for the next month. I just I know I will, uh, and I'm okay with it because it's fucking dope. I highly recommend anybody go check out Fable, Divide Music, and uh, JT Music. These people are amazing artists, and they don't give a fuck about the money. Granted, they you know JT Music is actually running a company or whatever, so they do need money. Um, but they, but Fable and Divide Music, they just want to make good music. They just want to. And honestly, I'm convinced Divide can do anything. Like, most of his songs are usually, like, really chill, like, just sing it out sort of songs or whatever. But then he came out with Into the Dark. And that song is heavy metal. <laughs> Like, that is the definition of heavy fucking metal. And I was just like, this is, this is divide. <laughs> what? It was insane to me. Uh, 
So if nobody has ever heard these guys or heard of them or whatever, please, please go treat yourself and look them up because it is so worth it. I have uh, a whole playlist with Fable stuff in it that I listen to constantly while I'm at work. Uh, there are a number of songs that I don't like in particular, like Assimilation, uh, but there are so many that I that I adore. Like, it's the type of music I would go to the gym and, like, jam to. I have gone to the gym and jam to while, do, while doing it. Um, and I have just, like, fallen in love with this music. Like, I didn't think I was going to like it when I first clicked that video. I just, you know, oh, I kind of like this or whatever, stuck around, watched him evolve and see his music become what it currently is and his style of editing his videos has changed so much from the beginning uh from just being like simple lyric videos put the lyrics up on screen or whatever to now he's got fully animated things like transitions and stuff like he's he's evolving you can tell this guy is working on his stuff he's not just oh let me just make a song real quick no he gets this shit out and he does it with quality it's incredible. I hope that if nothing else, people just look him up. Please, please, <laughs> please. He deserves so much more than he than he ha currently has. Uh, uh, let me see. He's currently got five hundred ninety thousand subscribers. He deserves like ten million. Like not not because like. Oh, let, let's help him out or whatever. Let's let's give him a round of applause or whatever. No, he deserves that many because of the effort he puts in. I can't think of another person in like. I'm just going to say this because I don't know what a real term would be, but like I can't think of another AAA artist that puts in this much effort and takes this much feedback from his fans and stuff and betters himself for the fans, not for what he gets out of it, but for the fans. And I love it. Um, and, you know, they, they he makes this stuff, like, so uh, relatable to, you know, everybody else, too. Like, it, it's... There was a comment I saw one time, they were talking about, um, I love when you make your music because it's not... Uh, about the show or whatever it's about the it's about the character whatever what they yeah he does he studies the character and then he makes a song about it he doesn't just study the show or whatever he studies the character and puts that into it so you can feel that so if you are a fan of these uh, like shows and stuff like that you can relate with that because you've likely experienced similar feelings or like you've experienced similar like thoughts about this character or this area of the show the situation the scenario and stuff like that and you're like man yeah i remember thinking about that or uh seeing that or whatever it's pretty cool never heard of nerdcore before it i'm glad i have it's absolutely my favorite thing and, you know I'm, and i'm and i'm so hesitant to to tell people like yeah i'm a fan i'm a fan of nerdcore because you know you probably think like oh he's a fucking nerd or whatever i don't know why i care it's music and regardless of that whether it be music whatever the name is like country rock hip-hop techno or whatever people were making fun of people for listening to techno for a while People were making fun of people who listen to country for a while. I still tell people I listen to country. I still tell people I listen to dubstep. I don't listen to techno, but I listen to dubstep. I like, I just like instruments and stuff. And that's something that Fable's got. He's definitely got the music down. Like he's got the instruments and shit down. And I hope that he continues making music because he does a great job at it. <clears throat> and he does what he does for the people listening. And I feel like everybody should do that. If you're going to go into a, a field where you're going to do stuff for people, don't do it for yourself. I mean, do it 
do it for yourself so you can get better and see like, man, you know, maybe I was a little off on that. Get some feedback. And then you see like, oh, all right, people like that. Maybe it was good. But be hard on yourself. Be your be your biggest judge. I can't remember who said that. But someone in, in history has said, be your hardest judge or critic. Be your worst critic. Um, because everybody else is going to try to preserve your feelings. At least those that care about you. They're going to try to preserve your feelings. Um, and so these people will try to like tell you like, oh, no, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Whatever. I want you to hurt my feelings. And that's something people don't understand. Like, I, whenever I talk to my friends and stuff like that, like, I want you to be brutally fucking honest. Break my shins with your truth. I want you to tell me that that shit sucked. Because I can't, I can't tell if it actually sucked or if something could have been improved or whatever unless you tell me. So I have to be my worst critic. I have to hate myself because you won't. You can be my friend. And criticize my stuff. And, it, and honestly for me. That makes you an even better friend. If you have the balls to tell me. Hey you know what. On this episode of this podcast. You could have uh, increased your sensitivity a bit. Because you were really quiet. Like I mean I thought it was good. I mean but you know. Thank you for the feedback. Because you know honestly I hear myself talking in, in the headphones right now. So I hear everything that I'm saying. It's not delayed or whatever. So I hear it you know immediately as I'm saying it. But I can't tell if I need to get better at something unless somebody tells me. So I have to hate myself uh, to be able to get better. And I wish more people, more of my friends would do something like that. And then I've got like, everybody's got those different kinds of friends. I've got, you know what, I, I want to talk about this too. My friend Jim. I've had him on this show before. He's He was here for like the first three or four episodes or something like that. Uh, he, he always makes us late for this. Um, he is a great friend. I, I cannot stress this enough. I've had people that are also in our circle of friends or whatever. Whenever he goes away, he's not in, in the group or whatever. Be like, why are we friends with him? Because he's a good friend. You may not see his value, but that's because you're taking him for granted. Or maybe, you know, in the moment you're just like, I don't understand why. It's okay. I think that too. But I also understand, you know, he's a, he's a great person. Jim is one of the most caring people I have ever met in my life. He, <laughs> it pisses me off because if we're ever like, um, playing a game and like we're on we're on a call or something like that or um, if we're ever like talking like because I put an earbud in and I'll walk around my house doing like chores and stuff or like I'll, I'll be taking dogs out and we'll be on a phone call or something he calls me all the time he checks up on me and that's what I appreciate a lot um, I'm, I might seem like I take it for granted but I let him know you know he's a good friend and I want this this part to be you know a real a real shine for him because I want him to understand, like, Jim, you really are my best friend more than anything in this world. I hope you understand that. Um, he, <laughs> there's, there's been a lot of times in my life where I've been really sad or I've been, like, really upset about something or I've been depressed or, like, shit's been hitting the fan and I just, I'm losing my mind. And there's not a person in this world that knows how to take me out of the situation more than he does. I'm like, I remember there was one time I was, I was getting mad at him and he put up with me and like, I was, I was fucking pissed about some stuff that was going on. Like I was to the point I wanted to throw a chair through a window and he's like, hop on the game with me. I'm like, I don't know. I, he's like, dude, come on, help me out. And at first, it made me feel like he just fucking cares about using me, like a lot of people. But then, as we kept playing or whatever, as we kept talking, 
I realized like he's not he's not using me. He's trying to distract me. And I appreciate that. He didn't want to talk about the issue. He knew I didn't want to. And he knew what I needed. He didn't want to say it, but I I'm so lucky to have him as a friend. And uh it's all due to my friend Ambrose who is actually trying to start a business so if I can figure out what that stuff is at some point later on I'll I'll advertise it for you buddy but uh it thanks to him that's how I got to make, meet Jim and Jim has been a big part of my life for many many years now and I wouldn't trade him for the world um I keep me making new friends like my friend Keyshawn who's been on on here before um and he's like even told me you know in private around other other friends of ours you know why are we still friends with him or whatever because he's a great friend he can be shitty at times we all we all can he, he's a real he's not very smart um but i've never met a kinder soul in my life and i don't think i ever will jim is one of those kind of people you only meet once in a lifetime and he has such a way with people and such a kind heart that I wouldn't trade him for the world. I would give my life for him. He's a great person. Um, so if I want, I want that to be stated right, right here, right now, early on in the podcast series or whatever. Um, so if anybody ever hears me talking shit about him, it's because we're such good friends um, that I, I, talk shit about him because he knows I've told him many a times like dude thank you and that'll never change I always appreciate him I love him to death and I can't wait to see how his life progresses and I hope that I can be there for him whenever he needs me um now on from that <laughs> uh something else that uh happened recently I'm just going to stick this at the end here. Uh, speaking of lovey-dovey, my family, my grandma currently has, or real quick, recently my aunt died of uh, rectal cancer. She died of that. We had to go to the service and everything like that. It was really upsetting. I saw people cry. I'd never seen cry before. And uh, seeing some people not cry that I've never seen cry. So, you know, that was also upsetting too, <laughs> but you know, that sucked. Uh, this was part of the reason that I didn't, uh, make the podcast for a while. Uh, and then right after that happened, uh, my grandma started being affected by lung cancer. She's my favorite person in this entire world. Grandma, mama, if you can hear me, I love you. And I hope that everything is still going well for you. Um, and she's currently dealing with lung cancer right now. And it really sucks because it's currently spread to her like uh, spinal cord. I guess it's like wrapped around a bit of her spinal cord. And they are doing chemotherapy and stuff like that. Giving her medication. Uh, and for a while it wasn't looking like it was going to be good or whatever. She's going to be able to get surgery. That's what they said. But she was having adverse reactions to the chemotherapy treatments. And I was, you know, not too thrilled about that. Uh, it actually sent me spir spiraling, but she's doing better now. They said that she's getting better, that the treatments are working. So I'm very glad to hear that. Not going to get too far into it. That's all I'm going to say about it. But, um, I really hope that she makes it through, Mamaw. Again, I hope that you're feeling okay, and I hope you get better. Um, and then, uh, last thing I want to talk about is uh, these head these earbuds I got. I've talked to a lot of people and told them, you know, wireless earbuds. I love them. You know, you can get those wireless earbuds that are um, that are like uh that have the cord in between them, the like wire that connects to them, but it's not like, it doesn't have to connect to your phone. 
it's still technically wireless. It's Bluetooth, I guess. But these ones are truly wireless. Uh, it's just a little earbud you pop in your ear and you can put it in one at a time or something like that. I recently got Raycons. I want to talk some shit real quick. Raycons suck. They have great quality sound. They do. But the container that I got them in is plastic. A cheap plastic, by the way. It does not feel satisfying opening that thing. And while we're on the topic of opening it, it is a pain to open up because I cannot grab it. It's too small. I can't really grab it and not hold it shut while I try and lift it up through my fingers or whatever. It's infuriating. Um, and they can barely hold a charge. Granted, granted, I have had one earbud in for the majority of my day at work for like six, seven hours, maybe even a whole eight hours. But they are infuriating. <laughs> the box itself that you set the wireless earbuds in, it barely holds a charge at all. The earbuds I had before were also a like battery thing so you can plug your phone in and charge it no matter where you are so that thing can hold a hell of a charge so if anybody ever gets wireless earbuds get something like that where the like holder thing for the earbuds to go into the little compartment for for you to put them in or whatever make sure that that is also a battery like a, a phone battery thing because uh, because that'll also do you so much good in the long run. It'll last so much longer. These these Raycons, though, if you want quality sound, I will admit they have a better sound than those other earbuds that I had. And they also both connect to the phone separately. So, you know, it's pretty good. If one dies, I can pop in the other. But again, the thing doesn't really hold any charge. So it can only I can only charge each earbud like two, three times. That sucks. Raycon, increase the size of that. Or, or make something, like I said, you know, it can hold it. The thing can charge your phone. Make something like that. It would increase the usefulness of your of your device tenfold. Seriously, it would. Um, but, yeah. I, I like wireless earbuds. They don't fall out as often as people think they would. Uh... But that'll do it for this episode for this episode of uh, Chatterbox. Thank you guys for coming in, and again, thank you for the continued support um, that people are giving this. And I appreciate all the people that are still coming in and uh, listening or sharing this and stuff like that. And I'm gonna keep doing this. I'm gonna try to try to keep going. So thank you to everybody for coming in, and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.